Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi. We're back at it again. <laughs> we simply can't stop podcasting. <laughs> hey, Lucy, welcome back. Oh, thanks, Flora. Welcome back as well. Thanks, Lucy. Um, what's our topic for today's podcast episode? It's Kanye West himself. How do we even, we shouldn't even introduce the guy. Yeah, like he is air, he is water, he is yay. Everything. Yeah, he is yay, Zeus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, oh, he's, he's a designer. He's a rapper. He's a singer, which I... mm, Is he a singer? Okay, Philistine. You just can't really take in the amazing technological advances he makes with autotune, which are actually very interesting. And (laughs) and it's not because he's got a shit voice. He's actually doing something very subversive with music. Yeah. Uh, Oh, he's a... He's a preacher? Oh, yeah. He's a husband? Or is he? Mm, A divorcee. A divorcee. Are uh, they divorced? I think they're on the... They're in the papers, aren't they, at the moment? They're in the, mm. the midst of it all. Who the knows? Papers. <laughs> so old-fashioned. <laughs> they're in the tabloids. <sighs> he's an enigma, yet he's a constant presence. He's yeah. an oxymoron. He's a and moron. I don't mind him. He's not like Chris Martin. I don't mind him. Oh, yeah. I actually deeply love him. And I think you do, too. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of, um, in the UK office, Ricky Gervais' character. Like, it's David like, you Brent. can't... Yeah, David Brent. You can't, you can't hate him. Like, you adore him. Yeah, no, the exactly. He does weirdo. make better music than David Brent. Yeah. <laughs> hot love on the hot love highway. Um, he's great. He is... Yeah. I, Kanye West, sorry, is an icon. I, I worry slightly about later, yay like later yeah. Kanye, uh, current Kanye, contemporary Kanye, but it all exists in the same vein of he's just always been himself and whether he's having a breakdown, whether he's religious, whether he's really into just talking about college debt, he's always been himself and yeah. as far as I know, just been honest and true to himself. Which we love on Pod Run the Track. <laughs> At Ponrod, Pond. Uh, <laughs> Pon the Track. Pond the Floor. That pod run the track we love honesty and we love being yourself and he very much is himself yeah and that's what we aspire to be yeah um yay so a tip a quick tip before you guys start oh yeah we need a warm-up a kanye west inspired warm-up from pt lucy zaza okay so i have a really good yay inspired 
uh, stretch. So I want you to stand. <laughs> Huge. Um, okay, and then from here, I want you to do a prayer because you know he's spiritual. Mm -hmm. So hands together in a prayer position. And then I literally want you to widen your stance. Feet. <laughs> We're feet going into the splits again. <laughs> yeah. We're um, feet uh, facing outwards. So mm -hmm. a wide footed stance. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I want you to literally just squat all the way down to the floor now. Okay. And keeping that prayer position. Oh. Kind of like a, a very, very deep sumo squat. So Flora, you can see me now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so try your elbows are pushing up against the inside of each thigh. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then we're literally just going to rock <laughs> from side to side. So another sexual stretch. Yeah. Just rocking from side to side. Just deepening those hip muscles and preparing yourself for the workout and we'll just finish off with us a, a quick prayer mm. guys you've got this we've got this run walk or roll we deserve this breathe in through the nose and then let's do a loud ah perfect Oh my God. Yeah. The sort of low sumo did make me think about Kanye West doing that pose. And I can yeah. imagine him just like stopping a concert, like music off and then just going into that stretch. Or like in the recording studio, just like, wait guys, I need some time alone. Oh yeah. Yeah. And also making Kim do it. So her ass gets even bigger yeah. <laughs> and as humanly possible. I'm really excited for this one. I feel like it's kind of like the Britney podcast where there's just a bit too much to say oh yeah we we've made a sort of executive decision to not go too heavy with the wikipedia classic bits that everyone knows so we're going to try and not be too fact heavy and just sort of take inspiration from yay kanye as my dad says kanye <laughs> anyway, <laughs> kanye west um and just have his vibe Obviously go through his tunes, but like, just be mad, be mental, be yeah. quiet, be loud, be, be everything and nothing, be yay. I actually, interestingly, was watching an interview of Kanye West talking about his own trainer line, uh, initially with Nike, then onto Adidas, and mm. his current shoes that I think, have you seen the ones that look like sort of giant teeth, almost? <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, what are they called? Just, if you just Google like Kanye's most recent shoe... It's like Crocs times Balenciaga book too far and like interesting. Yeah. At the same time. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they're like a cloud. Yeah. Yeah. Actually he always talks about how much he loves fashion and how much he loves art. But I just, for me, often I find what he makes is like more attention seeking than stylish. I, <laughs> I feel like there's in terms of his clothes, Thing, not his music I feel like he lacks a sort of a taste element yeah no these have definitely gone wrong yeah <laughs> thank you like I don't <laughs> think anyone can say that these are cool no but he was saying in this other interview that he desperately wanted to invent sneakers without a lace he said that was gonna be my inter that was gonna be the thing about my shoe is that they didn't have a lace and I was mm. like okay <laughs> yeah I'm not into them also, they're not great for English weather with those holes. Oh, the holes in them. Yeah. How much? I think they're probably really expensive. Oh my God. It says, yeah, it says £1,500. 
So it's like wearing a MacBook. Yeah. <laughs> on your foot and it looks yeah. rank. Flora, you'd probably be stolen from again, like those headphones. <laughs> <laughs> They'd push me on the floor and then take my shoes off. Oh, your cloud shoes. <laughs> Isn't they good for running? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Why not? So should we start with our first song? Yeah, so do you want to go first, honey? Thanks, hun. Um, oh, you hate hun. You hate no, I love hun. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, go on then, go. Love it, hun. We're going to go straight back to the college dropout where it all began. Well, when he first hit the mainstream. Kanye's first official album. My favourite, if I'm being honest. Because it just holds... It just, it just reminds me of being that age and like being younger and listening to it. And I loved every single song, basically. Um, also, I thought Bernie Mac was on it, but it's not Bernie Mac. But I, and I love Bernie Mac. Anyway, we're gonna just because it's a running podcast. We're just gonna go straight into the new workout plan. That was the new workout plan by Kanye West. Um, you love it, did you say? Yeah, it's just so amazing. Although the, <laughs> you don't want to listen too much to the lyrics because it is like you slightly hate him for how. But I feel like he's taking the piss almost. Yeah, it's it's very um, kitsch. Like yeah. it's over. It's like a parody of that type of exercise mm. video. And I I thought it was it was one of those things that I thought was like really naughty when you're younger. You're like, oh my god, it's so cheeky, naughty, like so. Yeah. And also quite prophetic in that he says, cover your mouth up like you got sass. Oh my God, that's mm-hmm. so true. It's so similar to what we are dealing with right now. Exactly. And although he's saying it in a slightly misogynistic, rude way of, oh girl, your breath is harsh. Cover your mouth up like you got sass. <laughs> it's topical. <laughs> and we, <laughs> topical wins in my book. Yeah, it's obviously really misogynistic, but it's like, yeah. So what? Sometimes yeah. I'm just like, so what? It's just, I think a lot of people, because he's had albums like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and like interesting projects like Jesus and whatever he's doing now with God, it's like people look back at the college dropout and songs like this and they're quite like, oh God, yeah. Mm, uh. <laughs> <laughs> noise that was meant to like imply a pretentious character. But he did like a really fun album, like to the, best of his ability it reminds me of like being in like it class and like waiting for the album to be released and then like it coming out and just like listening to every song and like finding it just and learning the lyrics like printing the lyrics off well i'm sure i should have been like working on something but i wasn't i was like just found him so cool i remember being at a gymnastics competition and the girls from the other school were all like way cooler than us and they were all like in a circle, like warming up. And they were like, I got a dark skin friend, look like Michael Jackson, got a light skin friend. And I was so jealous and I like really wanted to be their friend. <laughs> but I had to compete against them. Oh, yeah. Mm. That really, that, I don't know why, me, when you were just saying that, it really reminded me of like Bring It On, the film. It was really like that. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Um, 
but yeah, he was he was really funny once upon a time. I think he's still funny now, but he's just gone really mad. But that album was funny. And then on the Joe Rogan podcast that he did last year, where he just talks and talks and talks. For me, there are like moments of brilliance in it. But at one, when he's talking about running for presidency, and then Joe Rogan's like, okay, but what, what are your actual policies? Like, what, how do you feel about student debt? I just wanted mm. to be like, hey, listen to the college dropout. Like, he says it all, actually. His mum was the first um, African-American head of an English department at Chicago State University. His dad was a Black Panther. He had this, like, lineage of being, of protesters in his family. And then, and had been told, like, you've got to go to college, you've got to go to college. And then he got to college and, like, didn't, didn't really want to do it. Like, he had already got really into music production and was sensing the kind of like scam that is higher education particularly in the US and then he it was like I just think it was so honest of him to rap about that a because he was like middle class so that is his experience he's not pretending to be like a gangster when he's not and b like I think a lot of people do are told so much oh like all these people have fought for your freedom so you have to do exactly what they wanted you to do and it's actually a really brave move to be like I don't actually necessarily want to go to college and I think it's something that whether you have like an activist history or not in your family I think a lot of people relate to it of like getting to college or university and being like what I don't get it like why am I here this is so pointless well especially if you already kind of know what direction you should be going in it's like didn't Richard Branson do that I don't oh yeah and Mark Zuckerberg yeah so they all kind of decide like realize that by going in one direction, it was just slowing them down anyway. Oh, I wish, I so often wish I dropped out of uni. I don't know why I went to uni, yeah. Um, no, I, I'm glad I went, but like, I definitely questioned it a lot. And it's just really great. I just think the college dropout existing as an album with all those little skits in it about whether the, like, a degree is good for anything, but for like keeping you warm under a bridge when you become homeless. I was like, fucking hell, Kanye is so on it with like the things people actually think about. Mm. No, it's so true. Yeah. Also, I remember um, going to a rave and getting off with a boy to this to song. The th- oh, nice. The new workout plan. It's quite a raunchy song to get with someone. To- yeah. No, but it was like, but like loud, scary. But then this song came on and it was like really fun. And then like... Yeah, it kind of like, I feel like as a song, it reminds me of like, you know, in primary school when you and like another friend or whatever would like lean backwards and then spin around in a circle. It's kind of yes. like, it just keeps going and going and going. It's just like <laughs> constant fun. There's a lot of joy in it. Yeah. And do you mind about the lyrics? Like the, like, well, the message is basically like the fitter you get, the better type of man you'll get. I kind of think no, because I agree with you. I feel like there's a humor in it. I, I mean, maybe he does. I, I don't think I think he's taking the piss out of people that actually believe in that kind of shit rather than it being his own message yeah it's like this is the beauty industry for women it's like makes you it makes you feel like this so I'm gonna yeah. parody it yeah or he's tapping into just because like I said before we we always go on about like well-being and being good to yourself and treating yourself right and mm. that re- the reason we exercise is for our mental health but actually, as the new workout plan shows, a lot of the time it's just so you look fucking fly as fuck so you can get a basketball player or whatever Kanye wants me to get with. It's just to DTF. To yeah. be down to fuck, literally. D to f- DTF someone good is the message of the song. Yeah. And at least a dude with a car. Yeah. 
<laughs> Everyone needs a deal with the car. <laughs> um, you fuck your Uber driver. Literally. Um, okay. Should I go on to the next one? Take me to New York. I love to see LA. I really want to come pick you with you. You'll be my American boy. Tell the walk one block. Who killing them in the UK? Everybody gonna say UK. Reluctantly, because most of this press don't with me Estelle once said tell me cool down down don't act a fool now now always act a fool ow ow ain't nothing new now now he crazy I know what you're thinking rapping I know what you're drinking rap singer chain so yeah that was American Boy Estelle and it's from her album Shine in 2008 and I just love it I've always loved it it's my karaoke song I just is think it? It's... yeah it is nice I although I can't really do his part that well but um, I just feel like it's a really happy song. Yeah, it's it's a song that really stands the test of time, even though it's it's completely out of oh, what's what am I trying to say? When you think of Kanye West, you don't immediately think of it, but it's also an instant classic. And also, where is Estelle now? What is she doing? I have no idea. Although I think she's like weirdly like a, a rapper in America because I saw an interview with her recently. <laughs> Which is, how come you saw the interview for research for the pod or just yeah for this okay, song fine, fine. um and yeah i think she's a rapper but she she sang so well i know i think she was initially a rapper and then made this song and just went really well and then now she's going back to the rap the rap game uh, <laughs> um the contestant on the rap game oh you're gonna hate this by the way guess who's a producer of this just guess who our worst person on the planet. Wait, that we know? No. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> well, I am. Yeah. <laughs> How has he come up again? Can I just say, around? he reminds me of like Jason Derulo. It's like, I don't <laughs> get where these people come from and how they're so successful. I get it. It's like pure work ethic. Like he's a worker, he's a worker bee and he's got an aesthetic. Yeah, it's just too random for my for me to be honest he must be like clever with the buttons or something like he obviously does have a skill that people are like fine mm. do it i just i just feel like will i am would be in like pineapple dance studios with the, <laughs> like the dance um jogging bottoms on you know the ones that look like someone's shat in the middle oh god <laughs> and he'd be like one two three one one two yeah and he's still very present isn't i don't watch the voice but is he still on the voice I think so, yeah. I don't, I never watched. Oh, God, he is everywhere. He's everywhere and he's quite annoying. I feel like he's under my bed right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, Will? Will I were, <laughs> Will I would get out of my bedroom if I were you? Even though he like came to the UK, like it's all a bit confusing. It's really, really, and also it doesn't really sound like a Will I Am song, American Boy. No, it doesn't. It sounds um, just like we don't need. Why did we? Why did we pay for Will I Am? It, it doesn't have any like boopity boop boop. Yeah. <laughs> Spaceship. I love the rap. I it was on. I really liked. Um, one of my favorite lines was, "Dress smart like a London bloke before he speak his suit bespoke," because mm. it's like a bespoke suit. It's like a suit tailored perfectly on Savile Row to you, and then it's like before he speak his suit bespoke. 
So his suit has said something before he even opens his mouth and the play on words. I just, it always stood, stood out to me as a line. And How, I'm, I'm so glad you chose this song because I don't, I actually don't think there's a better line in Kanye's discography. Okay. Um, how embarrassing that my, most of my life until that I've tra- like until now, I thought it was soupy spoke. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's just when you like that's normal though when you hear lyrics and you think they're one thing. Yeah, you just, and you just get thing. it in your head. Yeah, yeah. He before he speak, he soupy spoke. What does that? What I think what, I thought it was like the meant? accent or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't make sense. Also, can I ask you, um, what is, when you were in LA, what was the dating scene like out of interest? Like, can you give us some like insight? Okay, so my report back from across the pond, definitely they do fetishize the Britishness. Oh, lovely. They like that. I think more than in in New York, because I think every Tom, Dick and Harry in New York is from London. Whereas LA, it's really like, okay okay yeah it was pre-corona you could just chat to people straight up um would you say they're a lot more forthcoming than the um yeah yeah they buy you a drink a lot quicker and it doesn't seem creepy it's like Mm -hmm. just what you do he's like i'm gonna get you a beer you're like okay that's quite nice i actually was weirdly chatting to someone i dated in la last night but like as friends that's nice it was really fun (laughs) which one was it which one you made me sound such a slut in my head they're more gentlemanly yeah but it's also a bit more of like a show so it's not as sincere anyway this one guy took me to some really nice restaurants mm. and it's like i have a reservation whereas yeah. i feel like it's not as much a thing upon entry in a restaurant in london yeah but we're fine we're musical theater cats cats, we're f- <laughs> cats. <laughs> kittens <laughs> hey are you cats and kittens <laughs> we vibe with that cat with those cats um but yeah, I feel like I'd indulge in it. I actually think a lot of Americans are think you're like a villain because they associate the British accent with like evil characters. And like if I was ever ordering a coffee, I'd always get like really nervous looks from like the barista as if I was being rude. Even if I was like, oh, can I have a what, cup of Joe, whatever you guys call it? They'd be like, okay, okay. Like being like, don't be so hoity-toity. Like, as if I was an American person putting on a British accent to seem important. Oh. And I was like, no, I just have, I just am English. I just exude natural class and you can't handle it. So it has its <laughs> pros and cons, basically. Well, and then I'll just finish off really quickly with a quote. Please. From uh, Timothy Gabriel of Pop Matters. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does, Timothy. exactly. <laughs> Who commented on the song saying, it's danceable and singable and lyrically, Devoid of depth or scope, like an aimlessly pleasant walk in the park. That is literally so true. Yeah. It's a simple theme. Oh, he's an American boy. We're just going to sing about that. It doesn't have to be more than that, guys. It's sort of like they're just pen pals. One's in America and one's in... Also, I quite like it when he goes... Who killing them? Sorry, who killing them in UK? Everybody gonna say UK? It's quite us, like UK, huh? Yeah, we all we did that in the um the calm episode, like UK, yeah. UK. Also, I actually have this deep theory about Estelle that she was the only one that could actually like access Kanye's like mental health. Like, you know how would like the Hulk to get to leave being the Hulk? Like, he has to be sort of like 
seduced almost or like lullabied by Scarlett Johansson and then he'll mm. become a man again. And it's like Kanye's on like a real nut- nutty one at the moment. But then in American Boy, you hear Estelle once said to me, cool down, down. Don't act a fool now, now. I always act a fool. Ow, ow. Ain't nothing new now, now. But it's like Estelle was the one that was like, cool down, down. Don't act a fool now, now. It's like she's the, <laughs> she's yeah, she's the Kanye the whisperer. Game. Yeah, she can get through to him. Yeah. Yeah, no, he put he puts in a lot of effort to make English references. UK, UK, he crazy, I know what you're thinking. Ravina, I know what you're drinking. But I still talk that cat at ash because a lot of wags want to hear it. It's like, yeah, you've really put an effort for this. Yeah. And it really shows. Thanks, Kanye. Um, okay. Wait, I'm s- to- sorry, that was like pregnant with things to say. I, I didn't realize. Next song, um, there's so many Kanye tracks you could choose. Um, and so I made a, I did lots of runs to different albums. So I can say that my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is the best album to run to. Um, surprise, surprise. But I, I was pleasantly surprised by some tracks I would normally not ever pick to listen to, but were really good for my run. And I'm just going to suggest this one. And it's one that I've had no previous attachment to until I had to do research for this podcast. And it's Good Morning, the intro from Graduation. Mr. West, Mr. West, Mr. Fresh, Mr. By himself, he's so impressed. I mean, damn, did you even see the test? You got D's, the D's, Rosie Perez, and yes, barely passed. Any in every class, looking at every ad, cheated on every Um, So yeah, I don't know too much about it as a song. I just put on a selection of songs into a playlist, and then it was such a nice way to start my run, um, especially yeah. in the morning. I know that's really ridiculously literal, but... You know, when you do just need that push to get out of the door and it was like quite, it wasn't rainy like it is today. It was like quite a crisp wintry day and it was just so freshening. It like just gave me like a breath of, it just like began my day and my run really well. I felt like I was being like cleansed and there's like loads of fun lyrics. And um, so there's a lot to like hang your thoughts on at the beginning of a run to get you like in the zone. And then also it samples um, an Elton John song. Oh, really? Which I you'd like, Someone Saved My Life Tonight. Oh my God, that's one of my favourite songs. Really? Yeah, Someone Saved My Life Tonight. Um, oh, that's such a good song. And that, ooh. That's about him coming out. Is it? Yeah, so it's like that he was married to a woman. Elton John was married to a woman. And then he's saying like, someone saved my life because he was so like repressed. And someone basically was like, just be yourself, like be honest. And that's Amazing. That yeah i i actually really have very little to say about it as a song i think that was a really really strong choice thanks that was kanye west good morning (laughs) okay so should we go on to mine please okay this is a going on the other into another direction yes queen Big get 
song, but it's just so incredible. And obviously it's the, so that was, sorry, Monster by Kanye West from the album, My da uh, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy with Jay-Z, Rick Ross, and of course, Nicki Minaj, who kind Queen. of makes it, yeah. Yeah, that, she, that is just, I mean, everyone always is like, Nicki's worst is like the best thing, but it actually is the best it thing. It is so good. And also, um, apparently he was going to get rid of that song and then she like pushed him to keep the song. Like he was going to completely... Wow. Yeah. Was it because she was like, I need to have a credit on I this album? I think this was like, as she was about to be big as well. Mm -hmm. And she's, sorry, is she's doing all of her voices, like theatrical voices in it. CK on a verse, no album out. Yeah. And she's doing like, the baby voice that she does. And then it'll be like, yeah. and I never knew the like British voice that she does, the really posh one. What? When did she start doing the British voice? I don't know that much about her early years. Yeah, I remember what, I think she went to drama school. And then she just started doing it in a, like a jokey way. And she begins the whole album um, similar to that guy who's doing an impression of Bernie Mac in College Dropout. But she begins with a spoken intro, which is a British accent reading a Roald Dahl poem. And she's like, um... you might have think you've picked a scene. You haven't. <laughs> <laughs> the watered down one, the one you know, was made up centuries ago. And it's like, no one involved in recording this is English, but I actually love that um, Roald Dahl is on a Kanye yeah. West album. That's what I mean, Elton John. We've got Elton John, mm. we've got like Roald Dahl. There's like no end to his like capability, like not capabilities, like of where he goes with his albums, I feel like. Mm, or like his tastes are just very open. Yeah. Like he's not going to be like, oh no, I only like, go to cool record shops and find cool soul samples which is what he did at first but it's like no he's also going to go to the revolting rhymes by Roald yeah, Dahl he's I kind also going to go to Elton I feel like he's quite like in the film Lim Limitless like he's like taken that pill and is like anywhere like I can go anywhere I want well that is the definition of creativity according to Jordan Peterson is that it's just being open mm. and and I also saw there was something really cool about how if anything inspired him, he'd credit it in the album and make sure the person was remunerated uh, properly. So even if like an Amazon delivery man would come into the studio and was wearing like white shoes and Kanye started like riffing and would be like, shoes, white shoes, in my white shoes, I got no clue or whatever. Mm. He, then the uh, delivery guy would leave, but then Kanye's lawyers would be in touch and be like, you contributed to the creative process. So like, here's your pay basically that's so, different. so fair that's so fair but also on the other hand the best was Adele with you know when her ex was like hey I actually like me so imagine if your ex then was like um yeah I kind of like inspired the whole album so I have to get like 10% at least <laughs> I do often wonder though do muses have rights to I mean no no but I would I've, I've every now and then wondered, as I've mentioned before, all I'm saying is I relate to Adele's ex-husband. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> <laughs> and also that whole album was um, Kanye coming back after being publicly shamed for the Taylor Swift incident, which we don't need to go into because she goes on about it. Everyone goes on about it. But he was regarded as like, not, what's the word? I just want to make this as brief as possible. 
he had sort of blotted his copybook reputationally with the American public. Mm. And people were like, oh, you, you've been so mean to this girl, even though Beyonce's video was better than Taylor Swift's video. And there's like a, sorry, there's like Kanye West pointed out that Beyonce's video should have won over Taylor Swift. He did it in like quite a rude way, but it was also quite a like Kanye West way in a way that he'd done before at our other award shows. But ultimately his point was like, how could you overlook this video when it's the best one? Mm. And that trend continues to this day of like black shows, let's say like recently I May Destroy You wasn't nominated for a Golden Globe and like the Queen's Gambit was nominated. I don't have a strong opinion either way on each one, but I know that like a lot of people really liked I May Destroy You more than the Queen's Gambit. And it's like, and then on Twitter, loads of people go mental about I May Destroy You not getting nominated. And that's basically all Kanye was doing with the, yeah. with the, all the single ladies video. Yeah. And I, I, I do kind of feel like, I know you really like Taylor Swift, but I do feel like she was kind of playing on the like, I'm really innocent. And like, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. when actually I'm sure she had a bit more. I think she exploited that incident so much. Like yeah. I, d- I would, I totally on a human level understand how she would feel, but like she, people were on her side in the venue, like people were booing Kanye. And then in her documentary, she's like, you have no idea how it feels to hear everyone booing and to think it's for you. And it's like, yeah, but after a second, you'd realize they were booing for Kanye and you've managed mm-hmm. to like, write three whole albums about this like 10 seconds whereas looping back to our song Kanye just was like okay I've embarrassed myself I was really recovering from like the death of my mother still everything was going wrong for me I'm just gonna go away and just make like the best album Mm. ever like I don't know I just decided to choose it it just kind of reminded me of like the current I feel like the monster itself nowadays is like coronavirus and like I hate to even bring it up but it's just like fuck off Mm. Mm. and it's this kind of like like a real like fuck you we're done Mm, mm. yeah like fuck off Mm. and like it's and that's why i really like the song because it's like kind of dark and like you feel kind of like evil with the song and you're like i just it's like for me at the moment, I don't know why, but I love watching like true crime or like horrors at the moment because I'm like, it's almost like watching something worse than what's going on in a way <laughs> yeah. makes it all a bit better. So like this song is like a kind of a Halloween-y song like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm for Yes, it. you're so right that it's Halloween-y. Especially Jay-Z's verse when he's like, goblin ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> Loch Ness, King, Kala, King Kong, Godzilla. I, like even the fact that Jay-Z has said the word goblins, like... <laughs> goblins ghouls a zombie with no conscience it's like okay he's really gone in on like the halloween costume idea list yeah also i can't believe that um bon ivor saying it right is the is does he did he help write the songs or is it like uh shoot the lights out he was he was more lost in the world but i think he is on this song as well and then i was gonna say because i was like researching it and i was like how did he come into working with Kanye West and I was thinking it's a bit like me and you a deep indie and a chav working mm. together and then it just it just what it just meshes it works, so the you're right the way. chav and I'm the indie yeah yeah okay don't want to cast this back a bit I knew that <laughs> I knew that's what you thought I wasn't just assuming um no yeah they well, how did they meet but then again that's just Kanye being open-minded and I guess it like 
Bon, bon Iver's album had like come out maybe recently, the Forever Forever ago. I can't remember. But he is the link between Kanye and Taylor as well because Bonnie, bon, Justin Vernon was on was instrumental in Taylor's big lockdown album, um, Folklore, being really big. Mm. So maybe he's like a little olive branch between the two of them because they both do well under his guidance. And so influence. they need to come together as a three and work it through. Yeah, exactly. And is this link because they are actually friends? Oh, so secretly it's all just a big PR stunt. Yeah. Who knows? Only Justin Werner, Bonnie, Justin Werner, Justin Vernon, Bonnie Vare can tell us that answer. So is it Bon Iver? What was I saying? Bon Ivor? <laughs> no, no, Bon Iver. I don't know how you bon say Iver. it, to be honest. Okay. But I just know it's like Bon Iver's like the French for winter with an H. And I feel like that had something to do with it. Okay. So, I don't. I think people can just say whatever they want. But then the, the the guy is called Justin Vernon. Okay. Okay. Amazing. Well, yeah. Tune. Tune. Straight up tune. Okay, that's interesting because I was going to go for power, again. But actually, because you've done that one, I'm not going to go for power. Although special mention to power because that's a great running song. Um. <laughs> For my theme song, like, my leather black jeans on, like, my by any means on, part and I'm getting my scream on, like, enter the kingdom, like, but watch it you bring home, you see a black man with a white woman at the top floor, they gon' come to kill King Kong, middle America packed in, like, can't they see me in my black skin, like, number one question they asking, fuck every question you asking, like, if I don't get ran out by Catholics, it comes to conservative Baptists, claiming I'm overreacting, like the black kids in Chirac bitch, um so yeah black skinhead kanye west uh obviously far more intense political tone has been taken um but just as a song so pumps you up yeah and also it's kind of like perfect for right at the end of the run when you're feeling a bit exhausted and it's like that final adrenaline like push through so true it, that the intro of the like and the breathing like yeah oh my god yeah that's so true is that the song in his um in Jesus where like there's a dog bark in the beat or one of them is I'm not sure but anyway it's also got the um he, I, actually I realize it weirdly links to good morning my other song mm. because he like makes like a Malcolm X reference in black skinhead where he's like my leather black jeans on my by any means on and then in good morning I think it's the lyric when he's like by any genes necessary as in like the Malcolm X by any means necessary and then he's turned it to by any genes necessary and then it's all about like comment on like corporate culture and in um new slaves when he's like I mean corporate fashion culture and in the new slaves when he's like um but they weren't satisfied unless I picked the cotton myself so I just feel like he has always thought about retail like my that's a long-winded way of saying uh retail and racism and like Jesus as an album I feel like it was the beginning of a downward spiral for him in terms of for me like musically I feel like that's it's like a really interesting album and then it's just on the edge of good it's like there's it's good and it's interesting and then after that it just loses the good side and then it's just like 
kind of interesting but it all just feels kind of unfinished like things like life of pablo and i personally didn't love jesus is king and like yay the album i didn't really vibe with so jesus is like this weird moment where he's incredible and he's really experimental but it seems to be indicating like a sort of breakdown at the same time and that's kind of what makes the album so good is because it's like an honest expression of like friction and tension manifest in music but it's a warning sign that like his projects aren't going to sort of feel complete in the way that they used to with like graduation and college dropout and late registration and also what was I going to say yeah that breakdown seems to stem from like the the racism he experienced in the retail industry and fashion industry and like what he in that like long interview with Zane Lowe where he went a bit mental he's constantly pointing out why he feels like the fashion industry is racist and they're putting limits on him as as to who he can be and what he is Mm. and personally I don't know if there's it's weird because he compares he says that Nike are being racist to him because they're not letting him get the royalties off the shoe he designed with them but then they they say that's because he's a musician and not anyway they, they have a contract with Michael Jordan so it makes you think well if they're happy to work with Michael Jordan are they racist but then Obviously, I don't know anything about it. So anyway, the point is, this song is like a real manifestation for me of like his insanity at its best, but and also pointing out injustices at the same time. And I think it's great. And also, final thing, it's the walk-on music at this comedy night called Knock Too Bag at the Moth Club. And they don't play the lyrics, but it's like as you come on stage... They, oh my god that's so it, strong and it's so it's such a good way to start a set and like for every act you come on stage it's like and it just makes me want to do live stand-up again yeah that's no, my monologue I am um, it's a really really good song I almost I feel like you're being chased by a beast <laughs> which is maybe what everyone needs at the end of a run just to push them a bit further but yeah it's kind of a scary song but also really addictive yeah, so true. Um, and maybe that's where we're all at right now with the with COVID. We're all a bit feeling a bit like we're still running away from this really scary situation. But not that we want to go into this too much for our runners. But yeah, it's like an acknowledgement of like it is actually fucking scary. We're all so anxious and. Every now and then I think about like what it'd be like when COVID is over. And like, I just know that my like base level of like anxiety will just be so much lower. It's like, mm. we, we just exist now in this like black skinhead state of like, like everything's mm. like really high register. And I just want everything to just calm down and just, we can just relax. Please God. Okay. So this is my final song. Uh, which I think is a good one to finish off with. So if you want to either stop, start, stop, sorry, start stopping running. So slowing down a bit, mm. smir- like smirking, be smug, like yeah. coming to an end of your run. Have some cocky Kanye energy. Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that serious. Mm-hmm. That's that shit. So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. You don't see just how wild.
how the crowd is You don't see just how fly my style is I don't see why I need a stylist When I shop so much I can speak Italian I don't know, I just want it better for my kids okay. And I ain't saying we was Maybe. from projects, Champion Kanye West from the album Graduation um, Yeah, I just thought it was a really good ending for our runners Because it's really upbeat kind of brings us back to like it's so easy to be in the mindset of like feeling like a lot of like putting a lot of pressure on yourself with everything going on to be doing everything that you could possibly be doing like being the best version of yourself while also having like a meltdown at the same time I just feel like we just need to like give ourselves a bit of like a break so true just being like no you're fucking sick and like, like you said, like being in the ego sometimes is good. As in like to be really, feeling really proud of yourself. Yeah, being really proud of yourself, but also like being a bit like, I'm like some of Kanye West's um, tweets. Like I read one that was like, it's 1am and I can't stop thinking about myself. <laughs> it's just like, maybe we just need to be a bit more Kanye. Oh, I've always thought that. I just love his confidence and his passion for music. Yeah. Like his passion for his own music. It's like, it makes you think he's the only musician in the world when actually you take a step back and you're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like good for him that he's so proud of himself. Yeah. He's a real like confidence mentor. Yeah, the song kind of, in my opinion, just it's like he just wants the listeners to like feel great about themselves and like it's quite inspirational and... It reminds me of my favorite quote from him when he said, um, if you're, people think I'm this megalomaniac, but actually I want to empower my listeners, my fans. Like if you're a fan, if you're a fan of Kanye West, you're not a fan of me. You're a fan of yourself. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And it's like, by listening to Kanye, you believe in yourself as much as he believes in his self. And that's really great. And you just want to get some of his amazing energy off him. Yeah. And to listen to it on a run. You are a champion. You have got out. You've embraced the cold weather. It's fucking February 2021, like one of the shittest months of our collective lives. And you've actually gone out. So this song is, even if you're not like making a meal or like buying your kids like Italian dictionaries or whatever, like you have achieved. It kind of reminds me as well. Like I don't know about you, but like if you're finishing your run, I dare you. To do the like, <laughs> you know, when like people do the like double click with their heels together, like jump up to the side and go, Oh my god, like the artful dodger and Oliver Twist. Yeah, I dare you to do that now, wherever you are in London or in the world. Just give yourself a little, Oh my god, Lucy, that's such a good dare. Um, all right, perfect. Great. Um, should we call it a day? Yeah, I think that's it. Great, clicking end now. And meeting for all. Go listen to all my music. It's the codes of self-esteem. It's the codes of who you are. If you're a Kanye West fan, you're not a fan of me. You're a fan of yourself. You will believe in yourself. I'm just the espresso. I'm just a shot in the morning to get mm. you going. To make you believe that you can overcome that situation that you're dealing with all the time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.